Exceptional Field Service Delivery creates, magnifies, and sustains exceptional customer experiences and brand loyalty. Welcome to the Super FM Podcast, Field Service Your Way, with me, Michael Israel. I'll lead conversations about critical issues in today's field service ecosystem with knowledgeable and experienced service management professionals. Now, let's learn something. Hello and welcome to Zuper FM, Field Service Your Way, with your host, Michael Israel and David Knorr. Now, David Knorr, Mr. Knorr, or Knorr to his friends, has been so gracious to give Michael the day off. Knorr, how are you? I am great, thanks, Eric. Good to be back with you. And, and does, has anybody even seen Michael Israel? I think he's by the pool somewhere. Yeah, well, he sent me a picture from his boat. It's like yacht. I mean, this thing's huge. <laughs> I have no idea. Anyway, I, I think it was him. I love it. How come you and I didn't warn an invitation? That's what I want to know. <laughs> well, he, because he's seen me in in, uh, in a bathing suit and he's just like, no more. Forget it. <laughs> All right. Onward. onward. <laughs> All right. Well, you know, Nora, you have brought a couple guests on the show today. I'm so excited to get to know them. Who'd you bring on the show? I am elated to have uh, two fantastic people join us. And, and anytime you hear about technology, you know, looks great on paper, looks great on websites and brochures, but I always love talking to operators. So today we have two leaders, uh, Miles Oswald and Amanda Harris are joining us from ProVigil. Hello, Miles and Amanda. Hey, Nora, how are you? We're doing great, thanks. Thanks for joining us. So, Miles, let me start with you. For those that may not know anything about ProVigil, would you kindly give us an overview? Who are you guys and what do you do? Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Happy to uh, to take you over um, what ProVigil does. So um, we are the, the nation's leading provider of remote video monitoring solutions. You know, recently we're, we're advancing uh, a lot on the, the technology side and figuring out how to integrate, uh, you know, a traditional security solution with more of a technological edge. And so uh, over the past 10 years, we've made a lot of, uh, of advancements and uh, look forward to uh, continue that and delivering value to our customers here on a go forward basis. And what do you do and how long have you been there? So I'm the chief financial officer, um, also had the opportunity to oversee our global operations here for the past couple of years and uh, have been here for a little over four and a half years. Uh, that being said, uh, Amanda Harris, who is on the call, is one of the original OGs of, of ProVigil and has been here uh, a, a lot longer than I have. So Amanda, welcome. Tell us a little about what you do. Hello. So I am Amanda Harris and I am the Accounts Receivable Supervisor here at uh, ProVigil and then also head of the implementation or project management um, of Super. That's fantastic. So you were, you were involved very early on from scoping this thing out all the way to implementation and actually standing it up and make sure it works. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, from the very beginning. So we we've, we've went through some challenges with our, our implementation with uh, maybe not being prepared on our end on, on the process, but Zuper has been really helpful in helping us get through those and manage them. Love that and can't wait to hear more. So, Miles, as I understand, you guys with design and engineering, you do everything from install to operate. Did I read roughly, what, 18,000 cameras and 2,500 locations? Seems like a pretty vast operation. Tell us a little about scope of the work and who, and also give us an idea of who are your customers? Like, who do you serve in the field in the market? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, our customer base is essentially limited, though we do tailor uh, more towards uh, commercial applications. 
And so um, we've actually grown fairly significantly over over those stats that you may have read. Um, you know, we're well in excess of uh, 30,000 cameras uh, today, uh, serving thousands of, of customers, uh, predominantly um, in the continental U.S. Um, and, you know, some of the end markets that we serve, um, automotive dealerships, uh, we, we have mobile solutions that serve construction sites. Um, we, we do a lot with heavy equipment, some multifamily, self-storage, um, really anything that has uh, a defined external perimeter um, that requires the protection of, of physical assets is an area that we excel. Beautiful. So, Amanda, again, when a company grows at an accelerated pace, you you've heard the old expression, you, you out ski your skis, right? So your processes start to break you. Or, or, or people kind of make up their own processes and talk about what was the impetus? What, what made you guys look at a solution like Zuper and really look at challenges? What were some of the challenges you were trying to solve? So the team is operating out of multiple systems, which, as you were mentioning, you know, things can get really clunky and processes seem to break. Uh, what we were looking for to get from Zuper was a platform where we could bring these, <clears throat> pardon me, bring these all together. Um, so at this time, we have three systems that we're utilizing that are all feeding into Zuper so that our, our users are able to access everything on this one platform. So it's been very helpful in, in that aspect. Yeah. Miles, how about, yeah, if you could build on that. And I'm also curious about processes. Yeah, no, I, absolutely. So just to, uh, to take it back to the beginning on the assessment piece, uh, originally when we were searching for a vendor partner, um, we were looking for a fixed asset tracking uh, system. And we had read that uh, Zuper um, was handling uh, some uh, some of the inventory uh, for uh, a relatively large uh, retailer um, in their their India operations. It's a multinational company. Um, but uh, for us, we brought it on board initially as that. And then as we started kind of peeling back the layers with the Zuper team, uh, we actually saw a lot of extensibility into our field service application. And that's that's the value here um, is it's it's uh, we saw an opportunity for us to go from a highly reactionary field service deployment mechanism more towards uh, preventative maintenance by having more real time tracking and coordination across the platforms. And so, um, you know, we, we evaluated a couple different vendors, um, but none had the ability to integrate with our, our tech stack uh, the way that uh, that Zuper did. And, um, you know, we leverage a lot of very common um, or, or highly adopted systems. So we're operating out, you know, the Salesforce, the, the NetSuite, Oracle. I'm not endorsing any of these, um, particularly NetSuite, but, you know, we're, we're they integrated very nicely um, with those. And uh, we, we've, we've had a good experience up to this point. So Amanda, you you made an interesting comment. I've always believed, you, you know, bring in some great technology. If you're not ready, or if you don't have your act together, processes together, if your house isn't bun down, you're just gonna automate some really bad processes, habits, ways of doing things. Talk about what did you guys have to do to get ready for a successful implementation, and maybe some of the lessons. Maybe some of the lessons you learned along the way. Uh, we had to spend weeks in a conference room <laughs> planning out this, uh, going over process and, you know, seeing where, where it was broken, basically. So we had the, the processes documented, but until we actually tried to put it into play into Zuper, we didn't realize that everything was, not everything, but that it was broken. Um, so those were some challenges that we had went through um, in the beginning. Would you go as far as saying that um, documenting the processes was one of your favorite things, Amanda? 
<laughs> sure. <laughs> I just want to know if everybody survived out of that conference room because when I tend to spend a lot of time in a conference room with somebody, they all not may come out alive. I'm just saying. Yeah, careful, careful, Amanda. Uh, performance reviews here in about another uh, nine months. Right. <laughs> so, so, so we have now a fixed asset tracking solution. We've got a solution that is you know, really buttoning down our processes and really tightening those up. What else? What else were you struggling with, Miles? What else since implementing Zuper or along that journey have you been able to optimize and really benefit from from this adoption of, of, a, of a much sounds like a much more streamlined way of doing things? Yeah. So, so I think us, like a lot of uh, high growth companies um, that haven't yet reached, you know, complete saturation of, of a continent, um, you know, our field service is relatively complex because it deals with, um, you know, managing and coordinating efforts of not only employees who are field technicians, um, but also uh, for the more remote, less customer dense areas, um, uh, you know, augmenting our, our service with uh, like third parties. And so we use, you know, a, a platform, uh, it's called Field Nation, um, that tends to be a little bit more of, of hobbyists, um, where, you know, you uh, essentially contract, it's like a job board, you contract out the work that you have. Well, as you can imagine, when you're dealing with potentially hundreds of, of hobbyists, the communication doc, um, information control, um, you know, the coordination just becomes incrementally more complex, the more you kind of augment your, your traditional service. And uh, we really found the benefit in Zuper is consolidating that, making sure that you got the right controls and processes in place to, to the point where, you know, expectations are clear, um, but the follow through and the documentation through ticket closure, um, you know, is, is synonymous across the board, whether it be handled internally or externally via a third party. For our audience who may not be as familiar with Field Nation, it's a it's a contract labor kind of a platform for field service. Is that accurate? Is that and it, so? It's almost like a gig economy, Uber yeah. for field service. Yeah, that, that's that, that's that's correct. And Amanda, how has that been working out in terms of both integrating employees, but also contract or gig economy labor into your processes, into your systems, and making that work smoothly? The buy-in's been pretty good. Um, Zuber is very user-friendly and very customizable. So with that being said, the employees, you know, are they're jumping in and offering suggestions of what would help make their life a little bit easier, things that we didn't even realize that Zuber could um, do for us, right, to clean up our process. But, yeah, the, the team's buy-in has been great. Field Nation, the integration with that has been very easy, very simple for us. We're able to pull in and push information from Field Nation. So that's very helpful so that, you know, the, the Field Nation employees can see all the notes or the descriptions of what exactly needs to be done without us having to log into another platform. So it's been very helpful. It, it, or, you, you know, what I would add to that is that's actually a facet that we were not anticipating getting uh, when we, we brought on board uh, Zuper. Um, we knew, we, we thought that there had to be a provider that would integrate with our current platforms. Um, but we did not think that there was a solution that was going to be able to tie into a broad platform such as Field Nation. So, you know, when we were talking to uh, the Zuper team, project management, as well as their executive team, um, you know, we were we were pleasantly uh, surprised to see that that was even an option. Miles, one of the one of the things I've observed about hyper growth companies is that good intended people just kind of do their own thing. Regrettably, you start to build silos. 
you start to build silos where finance is kind of doing their own thing and then field service and technicians are out there doing their own thing. And it sounds like Zuper also became like a connective tissue in bringing these silos together or breaking down the silos to create really cross-functional collaboration. Is that accurate? That's exactly right, Nor. And, and, and what um, what I would allude to is kind of my prior comment. Silos develop absent of communication and information flow, right? And so when you can get the integration of these platforms or these systems that the various departments are operating in and out of, as, as well-intentioned as people are on sharing information and trying to communicate effectively, we're all human, right? Uh, we, we have limitations in what we can recall and, and, and uh, limitations to our foresight. Zuper has really tied those systems together to where information flow across the platforms is synonymous while, while uh, you know, uh, maintaining integrity of the data, which is equally important. Um, especially when you have people going in and out of systems, right? It's very easy to to fat finger a number or transpose a digit. Um, you know, uh, we we found really great quality control um, with Zuper. Amanda, my dad drove into me. Life is too short to make all the mistakes yourself. If I'm a listener and and we're looking to implement Zuper, tell me about things that went really well for you guys in your implementation, and then what are some of the pitfalls I should be aware of? I should try to avoid. If you had to do it all over again, what would you do differently? So if we had to do it all over again, I would 100% make sure that your processes are outlined and documented um, and working <laughs> properly. Um, having that going into implementation would have made it a lot smoother for us, I think. Um, that's where we ran into some challenges with our team. Um, but on the opposite side of that, Zuper was willing to accommodate us, right? So as we worked through where those challenges were and where the process may have been broken or, or something just didn't make sense, they were able to, you know, kind of guide us along <clears throat> on what industry standard may be and customize to, to ProVigil. That was very helpful from how flexible, I guess, that they were with the, the customizations that we required. Staying on the topic of kind of ongoing maintenance, ongoing utilization, is there a super, super user or an expert on site or on staff or are you Ed? Who, who do people go for help? Who's the first line of help? I am definitely not it. Um, but yes, we, we have a, a technical team that's going to be the first line of help for our super users. Got it. And, and, and she's, she's being modest, Nor. Uh, we go to Amanda for everything. I, I, I was going to say she probably runs the place, but that's not a story. So, so, you know, one of the challenges with adoption is also you got to continue to educate, train, make sure the new processes are actually being used by the technology. How are you guys ensuring kind of that? I don't want to say repetitive, but how are you reinforcing those best practices? How are you reinforcing the utilization of the platform? Yeah, I can go ahead and fill that one. So we, like a lot of businesses, um, you know, have had our challenges kind of navigating this, uh, the COVID environment and uh, post-pandemic, um, where you see a lot of turnover in roles. Um, and unfortunately, you know, mid-implementation, mid we did experience some uh, turnover um, across some of our uh, subject matter experts that were getting trained um, heavily in Zuper. And, you know, to that end, um, I will tell you that uh, Zuper has, and, and the team, and not in particular, has done a phenomenal job um, really sticking with us in getting additional subject matter experts fully brought up to speed and intimated into the process. And so when we start thinking about best practice, the repetition in bringing people up to speed really lends itself towards the documentation required to get others up to speed. 
right? And so we've gone through it a couple times now and are confident that we'll have the ability to uh, to continue to do that and kind of roll out those learnings uh, to, to the rest of the org. Amanda, what are the biggest uh, questions, follow-up support? Uh, what are the things that come up most often with the users when they reach out to you for help? I'd say the, the main one would be, is there online tutorials on how to navigate through, throughout the system? Um, so that's been requested. Um, from my understanding, it, it is being worked on by Zuper. It's uh, soon to come. Um, but yes, that's the main thing that our users are looking for, something they can just real easily watch a you know quick clip and know how to navigate through the process. Miles, I know we've got a lot of other you know executives of uh, hyper-growth companies listening. Uh, how would you recommend for them to kind of also explore this this journey in in really evaluating their needs and selecting a field service tool? Are there some tips or advice you would recommend to other business leaders in similar roles? Yeah, uh, absolutely. That, that's a great question, Or um, You know, it really starts by narrowing the focus to the, the key problems that that you're 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 trying to resolve, right? And, and from there, just exploring the options that are available to you. And I, I think you might be surprised if you're looking for a system um, that, or uh, call it a platform that'll really integrate all of the systems, it's worth having a conversation uh, with Zuper. We explored a number of them and uh, you know, they, were, they were hands down the best, um, but really it boils down to that, that planning. You, you really can't do enough um, to, to ensure a successful outcome uh, by planning and really diving into your pain points to ensure that you thoroughly understand them. Any surprises in, in your interactions with Zuper? Anything between what the brochures or the website said and, and actually who showed up and the work and, and their ability to implement and, and really you know, take, take the system live? No, so so our implementation up to this point um, has has been uh, really good. Um, I, I would go so far as to say uh, that it's actually one of the smoothest implementations that I've had, and that's not to say it hasn't had its hiccups. It certainly has, um, but the biggest surprise was the partnership uh, mentality um, that that we've received on behalf of uh, you know Zuper and, and their team through and through. And just a real quick story to tie that all together: when we first was going through our uh, implementation, we had a project manager assigned to us that had pretty much gone through and documented everything. Well, he ended up having a family emergency and had to leave had to leave the country the night before he was supposed to come here to San Antonio for the planning. And we, we had already assembled, we had booked the venue and uh, Anon, their CEO actually dropped everything that he had going on, flew out himself, got up to speed in the matter of a flight over um, and seamlessly took the reins, right? And so, you know, surprises like that are, are things that you just, you never even hear of, right? And uh, it, it's just truly white glove up to this point. It's a classic case of delighting the customer, which is uh, which is a rarity, right? Absolutely. So I have two teenagers. I might be in the market for your services. I know you said industrial, but if you could please install some of your surveillance equipment and around the NOR residents, I've got a knucklehead of a son and all of his. Have you noticed teenage boys IQ goes down tremendously when they're all with each other? <laughs> Maybe it's just mine, but anyway. So well, I appreciate the heads up. I just actually had a uh, a baby girl, and so I will keep my eyes out for those knuckleheads. Do not blink. <laughs> they grow up. They grow up too fast, and yeah, knucklehead boys are gonna come calling at some point. Um, so would love to hear where is Pro Vigil headed. Uh, give us a glimpse into what's on the horizon for you guys. 
Yeah, absolutely. So we're, we're, we're pouring everything that we have into techno- technological advancements. And so, you know, we've really ramped up the hiring around um, our software development and our engineers. Uh, we're going to continue to refine and advance the AI algorithms that we run uh, to allow us to intelli- not only intelligently screen, but analyze um, events. Um, as you know, uh, video is a metadata rich, um, uh, you know, uh, medium. And, and so there's a lot of great insight and intelligence that we can pull, um, you know, and, and recycle and feedback to the customers that are paying for a service, right, which is typically security. Uh, but imagine, imagine all, of, uh, all of the goodness that can come from accelerating business or getting insights about your customer while, um, you know, we're providing the security solutions um, a, a, as well. And so there, there's, there's a lot more goodness to, to come on that front. For our audience, if you join us late, you've been listening to Miles Oswald and Amanda Harris with ProVigil. Sounds like a fascinating business with surveillance solutions and their ability to really identify uh, really disconnected, you know, functional systems in their tech stack processes uh, and really a, a workflow as well as obviously fixed asset tracking that Zuper seems to have uh, to have addressed. So. On behalf of Zuper, thanks for being our guest. Great to have you, and thanks for sharing your insights. Yeah, thanks for having us on. This has been a fantastic podcast. Nor, thank you so much for bringing them on. I, I will. I just want to say two things. Number one, I can confirm, Nor, what you were saying about knuckleheads. Um, I, I raised 68 teenage boys. We won't talk about that now, maybe later. Uh, and yes, they were all knuckleheads. That's 68 of them. Secondly, I've been to your guys' website. Pro Vigil, you got some pretty cool uh, videos on there of, of crimes being stopped, and it was pretty fun to peruse while I was listening to the interview. So thank you so much for that. I hope people take advantage of that, take a look at that site. Um, Nor, again, thank you so much for facilitating and and running the show. Michael, wherever you are on your boat, come back, brother. You got to turn that thing around. You're going to be needed for the next podcast, I'm sure. Uh, so thank you, everyone involved today. And of course, our last thank you goes to you, the listening audience. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to Zuper FM Field Service Your Way with David Knorr. If you have not subscribed to the podcast yet, please click the subscribe now button below. This way, when the guys come out with a new podcast, it'll show up directly on your listening device. And we humbly ask you to share this podcast, rate it, and leave a review as this really does help others find the show. Again, thank you so much for listening today. For everyone at Zuper FM, this is Eric Johnson reminding you to live your best day every day. And we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to Zuper FM, field service your way. Insightful discussions and advice that help you position your field service operations as a powerful force in building enduring customer loyalty. And remember this, when you deliver excellent service to your customers, you're also facilitating their ability to provide superior service to their customers, which strengthens brand loyalty among their customer base as well. Thanks again. Please join us next time.